It's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby. It's your boy, Drew Moore. Here is part three of dating with expectation. And again, we're going to talk about marriage a little bit within this too, because, you know, in a relationship, you're in a relationship. But let's go ahead and jump right in. So the one, the topic that I want to deal with today, or the subtopic that I want to deal with today, is support. Mm. Support. Let's start at the beginning. You should not be dating or even think about marriage until you truly know what support is. On both ends. It's not a man's thing. It's not a woman's thing. This is both gender thing. Male and female. You should not be dating or even thinking about marriage if you don't know what giving is. And understanding what your role is when getting into any type of relationship. If you get into a relationship, your job is never to think about what you can get out of the relationship. Your job is to always think, what can you give to the relationship? What can you do to make him or her happy. Your job is never to think about what you can take from it. If you always think about what you can take from a relationship, you're selfish. And what happens is because your thoughts is always on what you can get, you are never able fully you're never fully able to get. Because your mindset and your spirit is always thinking on what you can get. If I'm giving in a relationship and she is giving to me, how can you lose? How can you be unhappy? Now, I know there's other things in life that you know you have to deal with. Especially if you're living with someone, you're married to someone. You got other issues that you may have to deal with. But when it comes to supporting one another, giving towards one another, making each other happy, you should never be thinking about what you can get out of it. If you find yourself giving, giving, giving and never receiving, there's a problem. I've been in a few of those. It doesn't feel good to always give, 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 and give, and you 
never getting anything in return. When some when you go out, are you thinking about the individual? Or are you just going to the ball to see what you can buy for yourself? Do you ever think, hey, he may like this, she may like this. Hey, I thought about you today. I got you something. Sometimes even just a car to express how you feel is just enough. I remember one time, you know, I always put myself on the chopping block. I always tell my business, doesn't matter. I live open book anyways. I remember one time I was dating a young lady. And I had this this same conversation with her. And I said, hey, I feel right now that I've been giving a lot towards this relationship. And it seemed like that I'm always just giving, giving, giving and doing for you and thinking about you. But it seemed like that you just enjoy receiving and I'm not getting anything in return. So I'm not feeling truly fulfilled as if you really care and you really think about me. She says to me, I mean, I just bought you a candy bar the other day when I went to the grocery store. <laughs> so in her mind, it's the little things that count, right? So you brought me a Snickers bar and thought that was, you know, good enough. Now, let me explain something. Sometimes within a relationship, when you're used to doing things for someone and you bought them a Snickers bar, you know, hey, I was at the store. I thought I got your Snickers bars. I know you like Snickers. Cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But if this is, if you really don't give in your relationship and you bring somebody a Snickers bar, it doesn't count. I'm just going to tell you because nobody else is going to tell you, people. It doesn't count. That doesn't make me feel special because you came home with a Snickers bar. You came home with a Milky Way, a payday, or a bag of chips. That doesn't count when you haven't really truly done anything for an individual to make them think that you care about them. That doesn't work. We have to be mindful of the things that we like. If we like certain things, why aren't we giving certain things? If you go out buying you a pair of jeans, why you couldn't pick him up a pair of jeans? Why you couldn't pick her up a pair of jeans? Say, I thought of, I seen these today. I know this is your style, so I got them for you. How about not buy yourself something and buy them something? Hey, sweetheart, I was out today. I was about to buy me some kicks. But you know what? I know you've been talking about them, the shoes you wanted. So instead of buying me some shoes, I went and got you some. I, I thought about you today. I mean, you ain't got to use those words verbatim. It'd be nice too, but you don't have to use those words. But some along the lines, let them know that, hey, I got you something. And sometimes it's good to let them know that you sacrificed yourself 
to think about them because it makes us feel more special. Like, hey, I care about you enough that I sacrificed what I wanted to get you what you wanted. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that. This is how relationship building happens. This is how you show people that you care. It is not always about buying something. Hey, let's get up and go to the park. I just want to spend some time with you. Let's just walk for a little bit. Let's just spend some time at the lake. Nothing, we don't have to be doing anything. I just want to be around you. Let's just change the atmosphere. You don't always have to spend money. Hey, I know you had a long day. Let me massage your shoulders. Let me rub your back. For the ones that's able to, you know, get that far and rub backs, you know. It don't have to be so intimate. They can keep their shirt on, just rub their back. Rub their shoulders. You talking about Netflix and then chilling. You can spend some time rubbing each other down. Hey, you had a long day. I appreciate how hard you're working to help contribute to us. Let me take some of this stress off of your body. Man, you're not excluded. You can be doing this too. There's nothing wrong with that. This is supporting one another. But at the same time, by supporting them, guess what you get? You get to feel special. And when you make them feel special, they should make you feel special. Let me say this. And I want to make this very clear. Doing for someone is not a contest. It is not a battle of who can do the most. Because you did this, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that because you're doing that. No. Do not make this a contest. Do not make this about because you did that, I have to. This should be what's in your heart and in your spirit. And you're compelled to do something. Because you feel it. Not because of what somebody else has done. I remember digging someone and I told them that too. Don't, don't do this as a contest with me. I, I don't want to feel like I'm a contest for you. Because then I, I'm not going to, it's not going to be pure. It's not going to be genuine. And I'm not going to take it as being genuine. I'm going to take it as you only did it because I did something for you. She found herself doing that anyway. Because she couldn't help herself. She feel, I, you did something so I got to make sure I do something for you. Don't do that to one another. 
Do not make that person a game. Speak genuine. But see, in order to be genuine, you have to feel in your heart to give. You have to know what it is to give. You have to have a giving spirit. You have to, you got to have that much love to say, hey, I just want to give because I love making you feel special. You are my man. You are my woman. I always want to see you win. I always want to see you happy. I always want you to feel special. Let's go to the marriage because, see, right now I'm talking about the dating process. All this stuff leads to the marriage. Because I know there's some married people that don't have support from their wife. They still, or their husband, and they still don't feel special. How are you married to someone and don't get the support that you need? Man, it is your job to have a vision for your home. Once you have a true vision for your home, it is your duty, your obligation to let your wife know what that vision is. If you don't, how can she carry out the vision of your own of your home as a help me? It starts with you. It is your responsibility. It is your duty to set the tone for your home. You trying to be the man to keep everything to yourself. You don't expect her to be the help me when she don't know what to do. Because you have not set the tone, the rules, the goals for your household. Because you're the man. I'm the man. It takes a man to have conversation. It takes a man to have goals. To lay them out. Write them out. Make them plain. It is your responsibility as a man to communicate much as possible. Think about it. You work a job, right? If you're a manager or a general manager, district manager, whatever you want to be, and you have employees under you, you have to, one, lead by example. How you do that? You, you have to show them what needs to be done. Not tell them, show them. When showing them, you're going to tell them some things and you're going to lay out the expectation. You're going to give them the goals. You're going to lay a foundation of what you expect to go on, how it's supposed to go on, how long it's supposed to take. If it ain't done by this time, 
there may be disciplinary action taken. I need this done at a certain amount of time, all the time, all the time. Now, I'm only talking about the communication part. Your wife is not your employee. Although you should run like a, like a business, she is not your employee. You are two managers. She's the general manager and you're the district manager. But in order to get things done, you're going to have a conversation with one another. So if you do it at work, why you can't do it at home? You get more time at work than you do at home. You put more efforts in your job than you do at home. Ministry starts at home, not at work. See, a lot of people got that twisted. A lot of people, a lot of homes are broken because of that. You give more energy and more love and attention to your job than you will in your own home. And you expect things to run smoothly? You think your spouse doesn't feel the difference when they look at you and know that you give more energy, more time, more appreciation, more love, more communication to your job than the one you lay down with every night. You close your eyes and say, I love you. Does that make sense to you? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? 
We're talking about expectations. Your words, because you don't agree with something, doesn't mean that's the end all be all. Because at the end of the day, he has to make a decision. Because he's the head of his home. He's the one to be held accountable for what goes on in his home. Not you. Not you. So, you got to get grips and you got to come to terms with that right now. If he decides that this is the way I need to go to provide for my house and I know that I'm going to make the money with your support and your help that we can get through this and we're going to make a ton of money and we, you know, we're going to live a, a certain type of lifestyle that we always wanted to live and I know this is going to work. Just because you don't see the vision does not mean the vision is not there. It wasn't your vision. You're not the visionary. Now, if you want to spend some time praying to God and asking him to direct you, to help you in what you should be doing to support him or whatever the case is, then you do that. If you don't agree, now, you remember, your husband still has a decision he has to make. You better not dare go against the grain in your own home. You will never win going against the grain. It is your responsibility and your duty to carry out the vision. So support him. If he feels this way he's going anyways, he should be having that conversation. Men, you need to be having that conversation. Well, I understand that we both had, we came to a disagreement and we didn't understand each other on which way we need to go. But as, as a man in my home, I have to take the lead on this and this is what I'm going to have to do. This is where we're going. I need you, I need you supporting me. This ain't the time for you ladies to sit there and be trying to tell all your friends, oh, I don't think this and I don't think, I told him. He always trying to do this. He, I don't think. That's over. That's over. You got to be more mature than that. Remember, you not supporting him push your household at stake. So you need to do everything that you need to do to make sure he wins. To make sure you both win. You are a couple. You are as one. This is not about being single. Two shall become one. It is no longer about you. So back him. Support him. Praise him. Push him. Pray for him. Motivate him. about what I told you. If you would have listened to me, I told you this would have never happened. You 
should have the time for that. Because you need to win at all costs because you're going to be affected as well. Win! You don't set your family up for failure just because you don't like what's going on. You figure out a way to win. You figure out a way to keep pushing anyways. Even if you disagree, you motivate them. You better make him Superman and make sure he know he can fly. Let him know you can't be touched. You are unstoppable. You are the man. And appreciate him every chance that you get because he's going to need it. He already knows that you disagree, so he already got one strike against him. So he's already feeling some type of way. Because he, he don't know when are you going to come at him. Because a lot of times that's what women do. You come at him. You don't support. So he's waiting on you to come at him. Don't come at him. Surprise him. Never come at him. Because when things get go good, it goes good for you too. How dare you come out? I want a divorce. I want to walk away from this relationship. And now you're going to let somebody else reap, reap the fruit of your labor. All because you didn't like what he did because that ain't what you said. No. No. You need to stand firm and push and push and push. You tell your kids when they got for sports, don't give up. Don't give up. Or are you want the parents to just tell them, oh, well, just find something else. If you don't like that one, find something else. Find something else you like. Winners win because they don't give up. They keep pushing no matter how hard it gets. They push. They pride. They don't want to be defeated. And they don't stop until they win it's what a winner is. It's what a champion is. They don't stop until they win. That's how you do your husband. You push him and you keep pushing him until you win. I say until he win, until you win. Because both of you makes one. Until you win. Yes, things are going to get hard. Things are going to get tough. You keep pushing. And while you pushing, give to him. While you working out your mission, carrying out the mission, while you set the tone for your household and working hard as you working to do whatever you're doing, men, you need to be giving to her. Showing that you appreciate her. I appreciate you standing by me. When there's some women out there that wouldn't have, I appreciate you. Because of that, this, I want to show you my appreciation. Thank you. Women, tell your husband, tell your man that you appreciate him. I know that I, I'm, I'm against what you're doing, but 
I, I, you do have a vision. You could not have a vision. There's a lot of people out here that don't have a vision. They just walk around just living life. But I appreciate you for having a vision. I appreciate you for going hard in the paint. I appreciate you for not stopping. You just keep going. And you just don't give up. I appreciate you. For that, I want to be free. Come on. This is how we win. This stuff is simple. But you got to get out selfish mode to do it. This is not about you. But in the end, you win. In the end, you win. If he wins, you win. If she wins, you win. Let me put a little twist on that. Sometimes the vision is, it will be set by the man, but it may not be because of the man. Women, some of y'all make more money than you make. It may take you to continue making the type of money that you're making for the vision to come to pass. It ain't about your money anymore. Hey, I think if we buy this property, this apartment building, this hotel, or we're going to flip some houses, and I got contractors willing to go to work for us right now, blah, 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 blah. And you set that tone, and you set it out, and you get it all written down on paper, and you can show her A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And say, okay, you make more money right now. You're the, you're the breadwinner. You make more money. But I'm going to tell you how we can make a lot more money than what we're making right now. But it's going to take more of you. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to go overtime. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make more money. I'll pick up a part-time job. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll work at McDonald's on the side just to create a, a, a lot more money, a little bit more money coming in so it all don't just fall on you. And we're going to start putting some money aside. The goal is we got one year to raise to do this amount of money. And then we're going to start investing. Or whatever it is. Maybe to open up a business. You need to buy a building. Whatever the case is. Your duty and your only duty is to carry out the orders. That's it. If the house divided, the house will fall. If the house is divided, the house will fall. If the if somebody took a uh, if somebody took a wrecking ball and went went straight in your house and split this house down the middle or split your house down the middle, what's going to happen? It's going to begin to fall to the ground. If you have a bad foundation, now the foundation is going to crumble too. 
I took a saw like Medea did on the movie, and I took a, a chainsaw and I split half the couch. What's gonna happen? It's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. It's gonna split. Once it's split, it has no value. There's no value split apart. I can't take a dollar, rip it in half, and go to the store and only spend half of it and say, hey, this is 50 cents. 50 and 50 is a dollar, so I'm going to give you this 50. I'm going to spend that. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. It has no value. It has to be put together for it to have value. So quit trying to do things apart and get together. This doesn't start when you're married. These things start when you're dating. Having those type of conversations. Where are you going in life? Where are you, where, where, where are you plan on being in five years? Where are you plan on being in ten years? What do you want to do? When you get married, what is your goal? What is your dream? Those conversations need to be had. Because how are you going to get with somebody and say, hey, I, I, I want to marry you when they have no dream. They have no true vision. They really can't tell you anything. They're just mentioning stuff to you, but they really don't have nothing set. They don't have no vision, no real goal. Besides, I want to. This is what I want to do. Well, what are you doing to get there? See, these are questions that need to take place during the dating process. We're talking about expectation, people. These are the expectations that need to be had in dating, in marriages, in relationships. If you're not having these conversations or these things are not going on in your relationship, in your marriage, you need to question some things. I'm out of time. I'm going to see you next week. Baby! It's your boy Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.